0: This is episode 90 of the Steady Trade Podcast with your host, Tim Bowen. What's the temperature in Dubai? And Steven Johnson. Hot enough not to wear a t-shirt. <laughs> Today, the guys go over seven hot stock tips that have made them better traders. Did you know that every episode of Steady Trade is transcribed and written up for you to reference on our website? SteadyTrade.com So if you want a clean list of these seven tips, go check out our website, SteadyTrade.com. And now, let's get right to today's episode.
1: Welcome to the Steady Trade podcast. We are back, and this week is a bit of a back-to-basics episode, just going over some key rules. You can never go over them enough times. Even if you do go over them enough times, you'll still make the mistakes until you're an old, crusty veteran. With an axe on his wall, ready to kill someone the next time he makes a mistake. <laughs> How are you doing, yeah. Tim?
2: That, good, good. Now keep in mind, I, I appreciate the compliment, yeah, I? But, but remember, you're never done in trading. You know, you will. And anybody that tells you they won't make the same mistake, no. So I, I love your point, and, and we're going to go over these kind of basic rules. But um, you're going everybody's going to make the mistakes, and, and anybody that tells you they don't repeat these mistakes. Is full of it. Get run away from them. Unfollow them on Twitter. Run away if you're meeting them in person. If you're ever meeting Stephen Johnson in person, always run away. That's a, that's a rule you should always keep in
1: mind. But, I get I, I get more pictures taken at the conference than you do. Everyone everyone wants to meet us. That, that's People are running away so, from you because you're that's a. That's because you're
2: like you're like eight feet <laughs> tall and you look like the guy the 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 guy from Goonies, the, the Hey You Guys guy. So everybody, take, just... take a
1: step. Take a step to the left. <laughs> step to the left. Tim Bowen. Serious question: How many people have you met? Zero. But I might start with you.
2: You know, <laughs> I, if, if I had to pick anybody, it would be you. But anyway, the point I wanted to make was the biggest thing you learn about going over these rules repeatedly is recognizing when you break them. I think that is one of the biggest things is as you, you know, mature in your career, as you move along and you make these mistakes repeatedly over and over and over again, what changes is you'll still make mistakes. You're not going to be perfect. You're going to chase. You're going to, you know, you're going to overstay. You're going to, you know, do all these things that we're going to talk about today. But the more reps you put in, the more you practice, the more you recognize that, oh, I, I did X. I'm going to get out of this trade and you recognize it quicker. And so, so I think that is, you know, again, your, your point was great, but don't fall into the, you know, thinking that just because somebody has been doing this for 10, 20 years or whatever, you're still going to make mistakes. It's, it's a lot like sports. You're still, you know, Michael Jordan missed 5,000 shots or whatever, you know?
1: No, but I, I, I well may as well talk about it. Cause it's topical. It's um, March 6th right now. BPTH, with that volume, low float, high volume, it's got news. It's a former runner recently. Yeah, Shorts recently are, ho- are underwater. Shorts are underwater because they've been holding it from the eights to the twos. I knew that was going. I knew it was going, and I know what you're going to say. You're going to be like, by the 10 o'clock high, break a day. By the 10 o'clock high, break a day. Buy the red to green. Buy- Let it wash out at the open and then buy the new high. I know what you're going to say, but... I just want to say it never, it never went back down to 690. Never went, it, it never went as low as me entry. Um, but I, what
2: makes me so happy, you know, and why I, here's why I won't take that ax to you for now is it just, it just, short, just I'm not short. It, it, it warms <laughs> my heart. You're not shorting a low floater with news (laughs) and the news is BS today. If you're looking at the news on March 6th, it isn't like legit news, but I'm just so happy. I'm so happy that you're not, I I saw your Instagram and I'm like, Oh, he's long. The, the low float squeezer of the day. And I saw good things happening and sure enough, you know, you did get out early, but you were in early, I think. And then sure enough, you know, the stock is in in great trade. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. Uh
1: But nah, I was. Three, I mean,
2: to I took. Yeah,
1: so. Yeah, no, nah, I took. I took thirty cents on it, but, and and do you know what it is like, it's it's just one of those tricky ones where you're thinking, I'll stay in for the double bottom, like I'll stay in for the double bottom. You know, like it'll spike, it'll come down. Bit of a big red candle when it came down. I was like, I'll I'll hang out, I'll hang around for near the double bottom, and if it breaks the double bottom, that for me nine times out of ten is it's the end. They don't often come back from failing a double bottom. I don't know what your opinion is, but I mean, this one did, it, 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 it broke the double oh, oh, bottom. I, and, again, again, bottom. I,
2: the, the only thing I was giving you a hard time about was that pre-market entry. And, and that's just something that, you know, especially as a new trader, which I'm guessing most of the listeners are, you know, I just, I really, really just beg people that, you know, Stephen said, Hey, wait for that, you know, 10 AM high day, wait for that, you know, wait for it to dip at the open and reclaim the high. I think that that is, we interrupt
0: this Bowen to give you another Bowen, because who couldn't benefit from a little more Bowen?
2: Many of you might be interested. You know where does all this information come from that we talk about in the podcast every episode? You may or may not be aware. I do a mentorship program called
1: Stocks to Trade Pro,
2: where I do twice
1: Tim, daily webinars every day. Tim, Tim, you strong Bowen lean machine. Honestly, like if there's one thing I'm going to say about Stocks to Trade Pro, it's that I have not ever seen anyone lay the facts and data on the table, tell you every single thing that you need to do to build a trade plan until I was in stocks to trade pro. But once you get it, you look back and think, Tim was giving me the ticket to gold. Twice a day,
2: literally every day, direct access where you can talk about ideas. I mean, DVDs, YouTube videos are great, but you can't ask a DVD or a, a YouTube video a question. You're live every day with me. Again, 1400 webinars I've done. I've never missed a day. I've never been late. I'm there every day for the people in Stocks to Trade Pro.
0: Find out how you can sign up to start trading with Tim at StocksToTrade.com forward slash pro. Sign up today and start trading with a pro. And now back to our previously scheduled Bowen.
2: One of the highest risk to reward setups if you're going to trade these crazy movers. Now, you don't have to trade these crazy movers. I mean, this stock went from two to eight last Friday, you know, three trading days ago. It went from two to eight in one day. Scary stocks, but I really just kind of caution, and that's what I was giving them a hard time, even though, again, profitable trade, great job. It's just, we see these so often dip. I mean, you they slam at the open, and then, when they rip back, that's the highest risk to reward entry, in my opinion. And what I like about that setup, remember your goal, especially if you're under the PDT, you only got three trades a week. Your goal is to either not trade or trade an ideal setup. And what I like about stuff like BPTH, if it falls through the floor, just move on. You know, there, there's no trade there. So now you've, if, if say it didn't work, I mean, it's at nine bucks and might go higher right now. But see, it just slammed at the open and never came back. No harm, no foul. You didn't lose any money. You didn't burn a day trade because you never got that confirmation.
1: No, but I mean, honestly, I've seen enough setups like this in the past where, where it's low float. It's probably, it might even trade more than 50 million shares today. It's traded
2: 60 million shares on, on Friday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it might even top that today the way it's going mental. It's low float. It's had some news. It's a former runner. And it looks like it's a recent reverse split, I think, the way it's moved up as well. And and when I saw that going to higher days at 10 o'clock, I just thought, I I would honestly, if this doesn't go to the 9s and 10s, like I would buy that with so much certainty that if it failed, I would honestly, I'd put a pack of bricks on me back and walk into the sea and not look back. (laughs) <laughs> and I wouldn't look back because that's that's how certain I am that it's going to run today.
2: I've that's never an seen one
1: fail. That's an I've never vision. seen one fail.
2: Uh, interesting visual, <laughs> you know, with an axe in my head. <laughs> well, I just a load <laughs> of bricks on your back and walking into the sea. You know, I, I could I could see jumping off the roof. You know, I could see you know many other ways to commit suicide, but walking into the ocean with a load of bricks on your back. I'm pretty sure that's the first time I've ever heard that. <laughs> Analogy, I guess, or metaphor, or whatever it is. So,
1: the, the two words are synonymous with one another. <laughs> but, um, let's, okay, so let's, we've got an article here. The seven yeah, rules yep. of trading cheap stocks. So let me uh, just set
2: it, set it up real quick.
1: Um, set it up know, and I'll real... knock them down, baby. Yeah, set there we up. go. I
2: like it. I like it. Um, I, I I'm married, so I, I, am I'm, I'm stuck being your wingman. I'll, I'll set you up and you knock them down, but,
1: um, another this is, this is on the. Can I, uh, can, I, can I say one? Can I say one thing here? Can I say one thing? Shoot. And this may get edited. What's? <laughs> what's right? Just because we're talking about girls, what? I've got a joke. What is the best thing about dating a chubby girl?
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to answer.
1: <laughs> okay, let me tell you. She may cheat on her diet, but she'll never cheat on you. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so back to the article. Okay.
2: Definitely not the best joke I've ever heard. Just uh, read it a day. <laughs> this is on, speaking of reading, be sure to check out the stocksthatrade.com forward slash blog. Um, this article is on there, depending on when this airs, it might be, you know, a week or so old on the blog. I think we put up a couple articles a week and um, you know, I tell you, Ton of great content there. I write a lot of articles. We have, we have a, a few other writers that do them as well. Got some amazing infographics. I mean, there's some really cool infographics on there. So check out stockstrade.com forward slash blog. And then the article we're discussing is the seven rules of trading cheap stocks. We've got some tickers in there. And then we've also got seven of the basic rules. But like we started, man, I, I just don't see, I don't see how you can read these things too much or how you can discuss them too much. It just, everybody needs to be reminded.
1: Okay. Let, let me just kick it off because I've actually got a nice analogy. The first, the first, uh, the first rule is look for chart patterns when you're analyzing cheap stocks. And uh, just to make this more vivid in people's minds, I don't know if you read this story. I think it was in America. Um, I think it was in America. Uh, The two girls lived in a rural area, and they went out into the woods, and by looking at the footprints of one of the girls' wellies, uh, the the fire brigade or the fireman was was able to trace the footsteps and find the girls who'd been missing for 48 hours, 10-year-old and a 12-year-old, survived dehydrated, freezing cold, but totally okay. The point of the story is the fireman looked at the history of where they'd been by analyzing the footprints of the children, and well, where I'm going to link this is you need to look at the footprint of what the stock has done before to, to predict what it might do, where it might go in the future. And it is like learning a new language, this, but it's extremely probably, there's a reason it's a number one rule and it's probably because it's the most important.
2: Yeah. I, you know, and again, it's funny the day we're recording. You know, BPTH spiked three days ago, and now it's spiking on crazy volume again. I mean, this stock was on, you know, here's another plug. Be sure to go to StocksToTrade.com forward slash watch list. I do a weekly watch list. It's free, 100% free, StocksToTrade.com forward slash watch list. BPTH was on there. I mean, why was it on there? Because I knew... That because of what it did on Friday, 60 million shares, two to eight. If this thing got some more news, got some more volume, it would do, you know, and and today it's gone from, you know, in pre-market, it was at five bucks and it's at nine, you know, 50% move and we're recording that, you know, Quarter to 11 in the morning. We still got but, like, five hours, five hours left in the day. So,
1: but, and, and the, the crazy thing is like, you don't have to be a scientist. You don't have to be a super intelligent person. Like, you can be like Yogi Bear. And it's just like, look, all you've got to think I is what are other traders? Yogi Bear. What are other traders thinking? They're thinking AYTU was the second top percent gain at the day and it's failed. I don't know. the Other traders are thinking, I don't know what I'm going to trade today. And then all of a sudden they look at the top percent gainer with the most volume that's reaching higher day that ran from two to eight the day before. And it's not, it's not, it's not the hottest thing in the world to think everyone should, will probably just buy this because they've got nothing else to buy.
2: Right. Exactly. And, And, and everybody know, I mean, it's on everybody's radar. That was why the, I made the point about it being on the weekend watch list because one of the reasons I wanted on that watch list is I knew all eyes were going to be on this thing.
1: And I mean, and, and think of the, the organization's perspective as well. Do you think that press release is a coincidence that it's come out just then when it's dropped for two days and shorts are in it expecting to go back down to the twos? Do you honestly man,
2: so, so this is one of my favorite topics um, and I'll try not to get too ranty or go too long, but man, I, this is, you know, going back to my history. So many of you might know it. You know, I started out trading in 2007 actively and I was, you know, 90 plus percent short bias. I mean, I, I was, I shorted, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't even consider buying a stock for five, six, seven years. And in 2015, Roughly, I don't remember the exact year, but I think it was around 2015 or maybe 2014. Something changed where it was like somebody decided, and I'm doing air quotes if you're listening on iTunes, <laughs> whether it was Alex Jones, Bigfoot, you know, the Illuminati, the, the Illuminati, aliens, Hillary Hillary Clinton, George Soros, somebody... Was like, we can buy up the float. We can look at these things that everybody considers the best short setups. We're going to look at the, the junkiest of the junky stocks, the dumbest of the dumbest press releases, the ugliest of the ugly charts, and we're going to, we're going to wait for them to spike. And then we, what I call run them, you know, and if you've got, if you're a small hedge fund or if you're just a wealthy individual, I mean, if you got, a $5 million trading account, you can push these stocks around and it's 100% legal. So why and, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't why you? Why wouldn't you? Take advantage of this.
1: Yeah. And it's just such, it's such an American thing to do because <laughs> it is helping, it's helping the failing crops to have a second shot at the American dream. Do you know what I mean? So it's actually, it's such an American thing to do. It's but, such a patriotic but, thing to do.
2: I, I agree. I love it, you know, uh, but, but back to your point, I mean, it's, I don't think it's any coincidence. I mean, they're like Friday afternoon. They, I mean, cause remember a lot of these companies might not even know, you know, sometimes you'll see, uh,
1: uh, I think, I think, I responses, think from,
2: like... responses from the company and they're like, we don't know why our stock is moving, but I tell you what these guys, and I'm not making any accusations. This is purely speculation. But if I, if I saw my stock go up you know, 600% on 60 million volume. I'd be calling up the, the marketing department and be like, get something out there. Let's keep this going. Uh, of course. Cause we got to sell stock, baby.
1: So, and uh, it's, it's like, all legal,
2: know. all legal. So
1: it's like, I don't know how, I don't know why, but just, but just as traders react, I'm sure the CEOs are reacting as well and saying, get a marketing plan for the next month and, uh, <laughs> let's get this higher. It's it's just a nut it's just a cut that's came out in a way. But anyway, and actually um, at one point I did want to
2: make and and you, and you touched on this. It was actually in the first the beginning of the article and you, you, you touched on it and then we skipped the, to chart patterns. But one of the reasons biggest reasons we love low price stocks, going back to that point of the reason people just can't help but short these things. And on the flip side, like Steven said, you know, the American dream, people just, when you see these percent gainers, these big movers with a press release, people can't help but buy. And the quote I want to make from my article is, you're usually competing with unsophisticated traders and investors at the lower end. And if you give yourself education, if you learn this stuff, if you take it seriously, if it's not a, you know, you're not just coming to the market for some fun or for your dopamine fix. You're competing against the dumbest of the dumb in, in low price stocks. That's one of the beauties of them.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, one one kind of adjustment I've made to my trading because I, I, uh, I do need that dopamine fix a little bit. and, and I, I, You don't, I, I you don't cannot... get that
2: in enough, enough areas of your life?
1: When I'm on holiday, I do. Like When I was in <sighs> Thailand, I, I felt dead happy, like dead happy because I was just eating hoot as wings and drinking and partying and meeting girls. Like that was pure bliss heaven for me in being spiritually awakened. But then when you come back home, you've got to like, you can't live like that all the time. You've got to, you've got to accept, you've got to find thrills in other ways. So whether that's enjoying work and advertising and coming up with a good campaign or it's looking at a stock and thinking, is this long or is it short? Is it in a hot sector with a low floor and high volume? It's more likely long or is it a short? it's it 's a higher flow the volume 's not so high. the news looks weak It's chart pattern shows it 's got a history of failing, but like you say, the beauties are where the chart pattern looks like it 's got a history of failing, but the volume 's so high it 's probably going to reverse, and they 're the explosive ones if you can catch them they 're your favorite setup and probably soon to be mine
2: and, and actually we we'll, 're just going to skip around a little bit we 'll come back skip around. but i just I just want to point on on the last. It's number seven on the, in the blog post, but Stephen mentioned it. And number seven is just volume, 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 volume. I mean, I mean, that's a point we make nonstop in this podcast. But number one, avoid illiquid stocks. But number two, I mean, I know a lot of some of the best day traders out there. They have no indicators. All they look at is price and volume. So focus on volume, focus on the high volume stocks. And if you look at BPTH, Monday and Tuesday, crap volume, nothing going on. All of a sudden this morning you come in and it's trading 3 million shares at 9 a.m. You now got your watch list for the day, baby. Now you got to go back to number one and figure out the chart pattern. But if you're watching anything but BPTH on a day like today when it's got millions of shares and a press release in pre-market, there's your screener. You're done for the day, you know.
1: Uh But I mean, but it's it's... It's like a journey to enlightenment, the stock market, and things click along the way. Because, and... just in
2: case the listeners don't know, Stephen is now officially enlightened
1: <laughs>
2: after <laughs> after <laughs> after a three day weekend to Thailand. he's now achieved enlightenment. He is he is now he is now on the level of the Dalai Lama. So, uh,
1: I officially switched my religion to Buddhist. But apart <laughs> apart from that, I just need to shave my head. But um no, but honestly. I don't know if it was me enlightening Trip, but uh, what I've most recently learned is just nine, nine
2: plus nine
1: plus on BPTH. So uh, don't don't rub it in because I sold this for ten. Ten dollar coming.
2: Baby.
1: And after it breaks ten, so as it as it broke its previous run high, do you know about three days ago? Did it break? Has it broke that wick? Oh yeah, my god!
2: Fridays Fridays was like eight fifties, eight seventies. So anyway, finish your finish your finish your. Sorry. I would have
1: been up nearly. I would have been up nearly a hundred percent. From me uh from the buy. But it's so different. Like a lot of people are long and a lot of people are short. And when you think like that, when you look at your pre-market scanners in the morning, you're looking for your setup. Because for me, there's three stages to trading. There's there's stage one, not knowing anything. Then there's stage two is you've got a couple of setups that work for you, and every morning you look for them because that's all you know what what works. And then stage three, what I feel like I'm going through anyway is you learn to just look completely open-minded, blank book, holistically, and think, what is the state of the market? What is this stock doing right now? And then weigh up the indicators, like the trader checklist, and think, is it a long? Is it a short? Could it fit me pattern? Will it fit me pattern if it does that? Is this a new kind of pattern that I'm seeing? And 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 that's the way I'm seeing it now, which is kind of stage two, but backwards. It's you know what I mean? It's, it's mm-hmm. more of a... A holistic, enlightened perspective?
2: Well, I think it's like learning anything. I mean, you, 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 you know, you, or the whole success journey. And I'm doing, if you're listening, the wavy hand thing. I mean, you, you know, it's, it's two steps forward, one step back. You know, you're not going to have, you know, in, in your knowledge or your trading account. I mean, you're not going to go perfectly from the lower left to the upper right. I mean, you're going to kind of race ahead, few steps back, race ahead. If you stay diligent, you know, and I think it's like that with learning anything.
1: Yeah, but, uh yeah, I mean, I think we can, go, do you want to go back through the points? I mean, we've got point one, look at the child patterns, look at the history of the child Which I pattern. Which think, I
2: think we covered. I, you did, you covered. didn't fully, I interrupted you. You didn't finish your enlightenment
1: discussion, I don't think. Um, what? what well, I, I mean, well, personally, um in terms of enlightenment, it's tough. It's tough. I've been doing a lot of meditation recently to just try and keep that spiritual side up and 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 staying tuned to a lot of uh books but yeah you kinda you kind of catch what you when i had in thailand when i say i can't catch i'm not talking about an std i'm talking about <laughs> a spiritual enlightenment lightning period in, after in, addition, this in addition
2: to the stds you caught in thailand
1: so. <laughs> i hope not i hope not i've got a to test renew my visa so if i leave the country in a couple of months it's because i'm getting kicked out by the police because the strict here but, so number
2: um, two number two is, is, you know, I should probably, I don't have any tattoos, but, uh, if I got a tattoo, I think it would probably be number two and that's have a plan. Um, I think that is one of the most important things that, that, you know, people just, they buy stocks, they short stocks, because they think it's going up. They think it's going down. And, uh, you know, I, I like, you know, obviously it's my article, but if you're on YouTube, I, I highlighted it and circled in red. But you know, I compare it to having construction documents. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna build a house. You know, you're not just gonna order a bunch of lumber and start swinging a hammer. You know, you got to have a plan, or this house isn't gonna end up what you think. And the other point I make is, you know, I say before a single brick is laid, don't start making your plan after you get in this stock. I mean, you should know. You know, like Stephen did on BPTH. He, he bought early. He knew it could rip. It failed that breakout in pre-market. He took his profits. That was his plan. And that is what you have to do. And I don't, you know, I, I get asked all the time, well, I don't know how to make a plan. Well, start somewhere. I mean, your biggest, the biggest things are, you know, why are you in this stock? You got to be able to sell it to yourself to give, what is the why? Okay. And then number two, Entry, your stop. I mean, if you don't have a stop before you enter, good luck being consistent. And then, if you're trading these crazy volatile stocks, you got to have a target too. I mean, you know, BBTH. We keep talking about it. It's about to hit ten right now. But I don't know if anybody would have stayed in this from you know five dollars and at eight a.m. to ten dollars this afternoon. I mean, you have a target. You have a profit target. A buck a share. Two bucks a share. And you move on and you, you know, the last thing you want to do if you're trading these volatile low floaters is turn a winner into a loser because they can reverse on you fast. So have a goal, a realistic goal.
1: Yeah. And, and I just want to echo a further sentiment to that. And that's you will, it's tough. Like in year one and 18 months in, it's tough to, to keep, to keep a cool head with that crazy volatility and the stocks rip up and rip down and your emotions are running in parallel to the stock movement movement. Your emotions are volatility, moving up and down in a volatile way. So the best advice I can give with these little high volume, low floaters is try and invest less, have a bit of a wider stop just so you've got a bit of breathing room. And at the end of the day, you're not Jack Dorsey from Twitter with a strategic plan to lure advertising in over the next 10 years. It's literally a two phase thing, two steps. Mm. One, where are you buying? And two, where are you selling? And that's it. It's not, it's not a crazy thing to have a plan. Like, like if you go, um, I
2: used to put them on my Instagram all the time, but now with Stock Straight Pro, I do everything in Evernote, but you go to my Instagram back, you know, a couple of years. I mean, I, everything on an index card. I mean, in my opinion, if you can't fit a trade plan on an index card, I mean, you got you. As much as I tell you, research, do all your due diligence, read, do all this stuff. It should it should be a couple lines. You know, this is why I'm buying. This is my stop. This is you know. I, I'm not talking write a book here. Yeah.
1: But uh, and and yeah, and if you can't stick to your plan, trade smaller amounts. If you can't find that, if you find that you can't trade smaller amounts. I would probably withdraw money from your account, so you have to trade smaller amounts. Good, good
2: point. Good point.
1: Uh, yeah. Like honestly, because I, I've struggled to, to I struggled to cut losses, so I just traded with this. I just decided to trade less. I couldn't trade less. I kept on having to just trade higher amounts. So I just made my account small, and and now I'm literally forced to trade with a small account, and it's it's good for your discipline, and you sl- you can slowly move up. You know, it's, it's
2: one, I think that, and that's a great tip, you know, the, the biggest bummer is the PDT. that, that just, you know, but, but I, I, we won't get into the P. you know, I wish the PDT didn't exist. Now remember, ah, I
1: guess like PDT was good back in the day,
2: you know, but I, I love, you know, I love the idea of, of, of those constraints that that you mentioned you know, if, if you're struggling with discipline, just withdraw your money, put it back in your checking account. And then it gives yeah. you those constraints and then you're forced to build better habits that way.
1: Uh, the the limit orders versus market orders. Uh, we've, covered, we've covered it a few times. I don't know if you want to go back over it, but...
2: Yeah, we can skip over this one quick. I mean, the biggest thing, though, I think it's, you know, this is a super basic thing, but I'm astounded by how many people don't do this because freaking FOMO, man. FOMO will get you. And people, BBTH, great example. You know, I mean... If you use a limit order, you might not get filled, but if you use a market order, you might get filled 50 cents higher and then the thing drops and all of this within seconds, you're down 50 cents a share. I mean, don't get bit by FOMO. I know it's tempting just to hit that market order because you're like, look at the volume. It's going so fast. Get me in. Bad things happen. You know, just be okay with missing. You know, I, I miss yep. all the time. Everybody misses all the time, but you get in that habit of using market orders. It's just, it's just, bad. It's especially, I mean, now if you're trading freaking Microsoft that moves 10 cents a day or something, that's different. But if you're talking about something like a BPTH or any of these volatile stocks, please, I'm begging you just use a limit and be okay with missing.
1: Yeah. And, and number four, I can really, I can really shed, I can really shed some personal experience and perspective there's, uh, 10, don't,
2: there's ten on BPTH, so uh,
1: this'll go to twelve or thirteen before the end of the day, and I could have doubled, <laughs> doubled, I have doubled my little account on one trade, and I mean that's that, and because I was going to hold it the whole day, you know, as well. I was going to swing it to tomorrow. I was going to shut my laptop and walk away because I know once these things get going, everyone shorts and shorts and shorts for the crack. Then, the, then you do get a crack, but then it rips even higher. Like I was like, I'm not even going to look. I'm leaving it. It's a small investment. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll
2: quit distracting you.
1: So. <laughs> now, and I'm just gutted. I'm just gutted. Cause I could have doubled my little account. And I was going for that home run and I would have got it today. I, it was the stars aligned with BPTH, but um, number four. And yeah, don't be afraid to walk away from cheap stocks. One, because like me, if you'd have just refined your entry a little bit, you could have had a 100% double your account trade today when the stars do align. And it's rare, but it happens. But more importantly, uh, the the one brilliant experience I've learned uh, through trialing and testing higher stocks, and I'm not I'm not against higher stocks. I, I think I think there's a market for higher stocks as well, although the competition's a bit higher. The reason why I would say stick to the cheaper stocks is because one, you can double your account, and two, you might think that the higher stocks are a bit safer. But the truth is, these higher stocks. The best way to explain it is you can invest a small amount in a penny stock or to to get the same amount of return, you need to invest significantly more in a higher stock. So if a higher stock skips 1%, 2%, 2.5% quickly, you've got so much invested that that can very quickly be a very big loss because you have to invest more to make more. So even though on the surface they don't seem as volatile, because you've got so much invested, they can actually be volatile to the point where you can take a big loss. So don't be lured away from penny stocks to think that higher price stocks are safer because by the time you invest that bit more, when you do get the volatility, well, it doesn't look as volatile, it is because of the amount you've invested.
2: Yeah. And, and well said. And, and my, the point, um, that I want to make, uh, from the article is in, and, and it's funny because in stocks trade pro this morning, you know, I do a, twice daily webinars, a lot of people that were, you know, they, they were intimidated by BPTH. They missed it, which, and, and they were frustrated.
1: Should have been 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 an early, there should (laughs) have been an early,
2: (laughs) (laughs) but you know, but, but I, I, I was mentoring them and I'm like, listen, if you miss these, don't get frustrated. There's, I mean, we, we have one of these every other day. Sometimes we'll go, Five six days with one of these every single day, and the last line before we move on to number five is from the article: "There's no rush. Trading is a long-term endeavor. Never be afraid to just move on. You know, there's always tomorrow. Okay, and who knows? BPTH might be tomorrow's stock too. But I mean, don't change your plan." Don't get bit by FOMO. Don't rush into stuff. If you decide, I mean, again, let's use Steven's trade. I mean, he took his 30 cent gain in the sevens. He's not jumping back in at 1030 right now, $10.30, you know, so stick to your plan and no, especially post 2016. I mean, this is the craziest market and, and there'll be one tomorrow. And if there wasn't, isn't one tomorrow, there'll be one Friday. So
1: no, and, and, and number five, when it's, when it talks about limit your losses, Uh, We can go back to when we dissected a podcast interview with Phil Gordiger. And he said in his first couple of years, he was make, uh, I'm not sure when he was making money, but he stressed that after a couple of years in succession of making money, he was thinking, how can he make more money? And he, I think he tried to invest more. And then he actually had his, his, one of his first red years. Don't quote me on that. But in the end, what he found success doing, was in cutting his losses quicker. Uh, I remember dissecting the podcast and he said, I tried all these different things. I couldn't make more money than I already was. And then I started cutting me losses even tighter. And that's how I found the success. And in, it, in today, BPTH, I cut it early when it didn't, when it didn't make that double bottom. And, and I'm not saying I regret it. I'm not looking back thinking oh, I was in 10, I could have doubled my account. I mean, it's a shame, but In hindsight, I would do the same thing again. I I don't really feel like I made a mistake.
2: If this thing, if this thing broke seven early, I mean, everyone would have freaking ran to the exits, man. (laughs) You know, so so again, I compliment you on your exit because if this thing broke that whole dollar of seven, I mean, it would have gotten ugly real fast.
1: And and sometimes, I mean, it's like for me, I don't know the exact probability, um, but. For me if it's a fifty fifty say it's a fifty fifty situation where sometimes it'll hold and sometimes sometimes it'll hold and go up and sometimes it'll hold and 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 not hold and drop i mean for me, I would rather take me profit nine times out of ten than than let it go to the sixes and the fives and the fours uh because ultimately it's just you're a better you'll be more profitable in the long term.
2: Yeah. I'll, uh, well, before we move on, I'll use the, I, it's one of my favorite rules. It's the rule of five. And I have probably said this 10 times I on the podcast, I'm, but
1: I'm taking you, me headphones out.
2: Yep. Exactly. If you trade five <laughs> times a week and you lose a hundred bucks Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you make 500 on Friday, you're green on the week. Okay. That only works if you cut those hundred dollar losses. That is that goes right back to Phil's paper cut idea. If if one of those $100 losses becomes a $1,000 loss, the math doesn't work. And now you're red for weeks or the month. Just be okay with taking those losses. Force that discipline. Write it on your index card. Stick it in the function keys of your keyboard and stare at it. Or I say, and this is a great tip. I mean, if you're struggling with discipline, when you enter that trade, immediately put your stop in. You know, put a put a stop loss order in, and freaking if you're struggling with discipline, I mean, walk away or or close your laptop. But put that stop in that mechanical stop that forces you to get
1: out where you said you would, and that's building good habits. I mean, and and the. Uh, the it's just so important. If I've if I've saw anything over the years, it's that there will be another trade tomorrow. Ultimately, if you end up red right on the month, it, it it is because you didn't cut your losses tight enough, and maybe you didn't let your winners running off. But you you just have to, and I and I'm I'm learning through experience. You have to not be attached to trades. You need to not be too attached to a plan, not too attached to a trade not too emotionally involved. And if you're an emotional person, like I, I'm quite an emotional person where you, you, you see other more successful traders are more like robots. If you're more emotional, you've got to find a way to distance yourself from the emotion. I mean, and and my, my new rule is if the universe thinks that I deserve it, the world will serve it. But in, and in to a degree, you've just got to like somehow find some space between you and the trade. And so you can't cut it.
2: Agreed. Agreed. So we already went over number seven. Let's wrap up on number six and number six is follow the news. I mean, you know, run those, obviously I'm biased. but stocks to trade has a killer news streamer where you could, I mean, BBTH was perfect because we're scanning for those stocks that have news that are up on the day and are low float. And you can do that all in like three seconds with the stocks to trade scanners where it's only showing you articles of tickers that are low float and they're moving on the day on volume. So now you go from thousands of pieces of information down to, you know, some days I'll see five, six things on that news screener. So they're all potentially actionable ideas. And secondly, I know we keep talking about BPTH a lot, but it's a pretty amazing setup, you know, They, as we talked earlier, they reissued that press release and you should be, if you're a part-time trader, you should still be following the markets at night, in the morning, whatever. And when you saw that follow-up thing on on BPTH and you you should, it should have immediately clicked that, Hey, this thing went from two to eight on 60 million shares Friday. I need to check this out immediately.
1: Yeah. And and there's nothing else to say. And if you don't think that yet, if you, if you're not coming to these, uh, if you're not building these cases yet, don't worry. Uh, just linking to the paper trading challenge, Liz, I thought was absolute dead and buried, would never make anything of being a trader ever. And I in the last that email,
2: that email she sent the other day, you know, yeah I, oh, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm, I hijacked what you were going to say, but yeah, I mean, Liz came in green and, and the other day she sent that email with this trade set up and she like, it felt like I was typing. And I'm like, man, she laid out the case. Here's why, the how, the chart, the news. I was like, yeah. this is awesome, man.
1: No, but honestly, I mean, she, she ran a series on YouTube saying, I'm a penny stock trader and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And she ran it for about a year. And I think the reality is for a straight year, she just never really learned that much or learned a little bit here and there. And she was just like, oh, I just don't get it. But then when she joined the paper trading challenge, it lit a fire up underneath her. To the point where she was like, I'm going to study like hell because I want to win this and I want to win it publicly. And then in like three months, her knowledge has amplified about 600, 600 times faster than the year before. So with a bit of determination and a bit of willpower, you'll be amazed what you can achieve. And I'm proud of her for doing this. Well said, well said.
2: So in summary... Check out the forward slash blog. Ton of amazing information there. It's all free. You know, um, again, the infographics are killer. You can't read these rules enough. And then also, again, another free thing, StocksToTrade.com forward slash watch list. Every Sunday, I do f- the top five stocks to watch free in your inbox every Sunday. And, and just
1: one last thing, DJ. <laughs> you going down. <laughs>
2: G'day, this is Keith from Down Under, and I like to ride my Harley through the mountains while listening to Stephen and Tim on the Steady Trade podcast. You can register to win real, actual prizes at their website, steadytrade.com. And if you like what you hear, give the podcast a five star rating and write a glowing report on iTunes. I did. And This is how we say goodbye in Australia, mate.